0: Uh, This guy's called The Standing Streamer. with regret. you're watching putting
1: you over anyways welcome to putting you over it's gonna be a phenomenal night uh it is a thursday welcome d Blot man kyle bob who's here vanessa you can hear her in the background guys thanks for coming in it has been a busy week of wrestling with you know monday well well you know SummerSlam on sunday Monday night raw and then uh we had NXT un opposed on Wednesday. We had AEW tonight, which I haven't watched any of it. We're getting close to Synergy Heat Seekers. Um if you haven't seen the preview panel show from it got posted today, I think. That was pretty exciting. What's up, Roadshow? Um so we can we have all that to talk about tonight. It's it's useless. This chat up here on the monitor is fucking useless if it doesn't this this old gag, <laughs> oh man! Uh, and then we have Matt Sells um, tonight. And if you don't if you don't like tonight's guest, that's too bad because all cells are final. Awesome. Let me go. Hey, you can see me. I can see you, and I don't even think I have to pin your video because I think I finally learned how to use Zoom. Uh,
0: I was just doing that as well. <laughs> I was trying to use my trusty iPad. I didn't like that, and all of a sudden my phone works. So. I, I guess I'm vertical, which I, I hate. Is that okay?
1: I, you know what? I totally appreciate the honesty. Uh, it is okay. I hate vertical, too. No,
0: it's awful. I, I wonder if it will switch. Yeah,
1: I think dish. if you switch. Yeah, ah, that's much better. I wasn't going to say anything because I find some. My wife tells me it's rude if I say that to people. When I see. It, where's no, the it, it drives me
0: up the wall when people do. I mean, obviously, I, you know, I do. do web series and stuff like so like if you're gonna watch it on tv you need to watch it the same way on the internet
1: well here's here's the thing i see people all the time they'll get out their phones to video record something and they're holding it like this and i get so mad i'm like you hold it like you watch tv you hold it like this and record your daughter playing softball that's how you do it otherwise it's going to be vertical and look stupid
0: we, we, we get along perfectly already. <laughs>
1: oh, that's phenomenal. I'm so happy you said that. How you doing tonight, sir?
0: I'm not too shabby. How about
1: you? Uh, I'm exhausted, actually. <laughs> uh, I have three daughters, and so that right alone it wears me out. Uh, but we had our end-of-the-year softball, our end-of-the-year travel softball party, and it was the parents versus the kids in a softball game. And oh, I'm beat. but that's okay (laughs) i'll get over it you'll live hopefully
0: you'll recover at some point
1: uh sometime i'll wake up about nine tomorrow stumble out of bed and have to parent all over again you know you have to do that every day they don't tell you that when you sign up
0: (laughs) you're like yeah it'll be fun it's one and done
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't agree on the third one either i agreed on the first two (laughs) the third one i had no par i didn't i i don't know i think uh I, don't know, I got tricked or something. Um, but I appreciate you taking your time tonight. I'm, I'm really excited that you're here. Because when I first stumbled upon you, um, and you you probably get this a lot, uh, or maybe not, I don't know. But I first saw you, you, you were like one of the first wrestlers on AEW Dark. And the first thing that caught my eye was your character and uh, y- your entrance and just the way you presented yourself. Uh it, it's very late relatable. For the people here live tonight at Twitch and, and we're gonna push it out to YouTube, uh, why don't you describe that character a little
0: bit? Um so I mean I'll, I'll go ahead and start out. We'll we'll crack open a
1: beer. Yeah, a <laughs> yeah, we're at a bar. We might as well crack open a beer. What are you drinking tonight?
0: It's, it's the the usual Matt Sex L's go to it's milk look,
1: life. look, see? I know how to work too. Look, look. See?
0: Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, you get it.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> see, get it. That's
0: good branding on my part that you knew. Right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's right. Got a cool, You're I got this
0: here in, in my, my home bar. It, it, you can't really see it really well. I'm actually on, on a bar stool. I've got a, a, a tabletop bar. Uh, I'm very lucky enough that I have a wife that was like, yeah, when we moved into our new place, like let's not have a dining room. Let's build a bar. Um, so yeah, I've got my, my lovely everything back here, my autograph from Rob Zombie memorabilia. There's all kinds of other fun stuff over here that uh, I would love to show people. But um, you're talking about the character, yeah. about uh, the rock and roll model, about the weight, Matt's XLs. And, uh, they always say that you know the best wrestling characters are the ones that are your persona held up to 11. So it's, it's exactly who I want to be and, and who I am uh, in a lot of facets. Just being a guy, who just likes to have a good time, uh, and likes to, to go out and have a drink or ten. Uh, <laughs> and doesn't take himself too too seriously a lot of times. Um, and so many guys right now in pro wrestling, like everybody's the wrestler. Like, yeah. Everybody, you know, it's the kind of kind of the early uh, the Ring of Honor days where guys, you know, the black trunks, black boots. Uh, everybody's a really good technical wrestler, and there's so many fantastic athletes out there, and. There are less entertainers now. So Matt Sex Cells is very much a throwback. Uh, and I think they mentioned that on commentary a couple of times for AEW Dark. Uh-huh. I, I looked like a, a throwback. But, you know, if you travel back in time 30, 35 years ago, everybody looked like me and nobody looks like me now. And so it, it catches people's eye, obviously and so I'm you know I'm like I said, the rock and roll model and the, the the boozer weight so the the party guy and uh, the guy that uh, you'd want to hang out with and have a beer after the show because that that's really me
1: yeah um you mentioned mullet would, would you just dis- or you mentioned hair would you describe your hair as a mullet because you would be our, now our third guy we've had on with an amazing mullet
0: uh, I would not say mullet when it when it first started growing out actually god 16 17 18 years ago I, I started growing my hair out and it naturally grew as a mullet like it was all <laughs> ugh, the front party in the back and no now it's 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 a frizzy throwback that he's wrestling definitely not not a mullet because it's it's i try to keep it equal length <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, definitely not the, the the beautiful head of hair of brian Tillman jr currently like i, I think yeah. he has the uh he has the best he- uh, head of hair in wrestling. I-, I think I'm a close number two.
1: Yeah, we had we had Pillman on. He was the, one of them with the phenomenal mullet, and Zicky Dice at the time had a pretty decent mullet himself. Uh, I don't know if he'd call it a mullet, but I'm gonna. So
0: <laughs> he's a, he's a guy that gets brought up in conversation a lot when people talk to me. And they're like, I-, I would love to see you and Zicky Dice doing something. You know, whether we we're working each other, or yeah. tagging together. Ever since so that's, that's, that's that's something on, on my radar as well.
1: Have you ever had any run-ins with him?
0: I met him, I, I know, at a real Honor tryout camp probably six, seven years ago. But I, I don't think he was doing the, the current persona yeah. gimmick. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Like, he, he's fantastic with everything he does.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. He, and now he's, you know, because the pandemic and all that, he's, he's got his own Twitch channel as well. He's doing great stuff over there, man. We'll have to we'll – I'll put in a good word. With uh, Definitely. the outlandish <laughs> one, we'll get you on that show, uh, in one way or another. <clears throat> but I, I want to go back a little bit because there's something I found extremely interesting, uh, and I'm not—I'm going to do my best not to hit on, like. How'd you get started? Where'd you train? All that fun stuff. Because you, you you're, drink. You're
0: already my favorite podcast I've ever been on. That's because <laughs> normally I have like a prepared statement of I was trained in 2002.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because you you like to drink beer. you you said it. And you've been hitting the head a lot. So you, you probably can't <laughs> remember. follow my stuff. I love it. You probably can't remember anything anyways.
0: <laughs> but one of the... No, see, that's, that's the. That's the problem. The long term memory is good. I remember all that stuff. You asked me stuff about a week ago. That's going to be problematic. <laughs> you asked me about early on in my career. I can name my first, first you know, 100 matches. But... <laughs> the,
1: the most interesting thing I took away uh, when I was doing my research um, is you were out, I guess, on the road. You were out doing this at the age of 15. You, you went yep. to the Dory Funk School at 15 years old. And then maybe 17, you start traveling and, and going to shows. At 17, I was trying to score some Keystone Light and playing basketball at a playground with, with like one lamppost. And you're on the road. That, that,
0: that's, that's funny enough because at 17, I didn't drink. So yeah. surprisingly enough.
1: Um, I came from a really small town. It wasn't much to do. Uh, but... My my interview is a whole different show altogether.
0: No, it it, it was it, it was weird. Like I always tell people, it, it, wrestling kind of was the opposite for me that it is for a lot of people. Yeah. Like it kept me out of trouble when I was young, uh, because I was so. Can you still see me? I can't see you.
1: Uh, yeah, I can see you. You can't see me. Uh, there we
0: go. Now you go. Um, um, like it, it kept me out of trouble when I was young. It was uh, because you know when I was seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old, if I was on the road. The, the bars, and, and when I turned 21, I was legal. Uh, the, the bars in Georgia would close at two. So, if I was you know working a show that didn't you know until 11 or midnight and I was driving back home, you know, getting home at three or three or four a.m., I had no choice but to go home and go to bed. So, it kept me out of trouble. So, I always tell people I'm living in my 30s now the way I should have lived in my 20s, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was nuts. I, I started training right before my, my 16th birthday and was very wow. fortunate that. Uh, I was living in Georgia and my mom drove me down to do a, a camp at Dory Funk Junior School and, and went down there. And I remember I, I rolled quarters to help pay for the, the training uh, where I trained there and to be outside in Northeast Georgia as well. So uh, yeah, very fortunate to have a, a good support system and, and then be out there and wrestling at such a young age. Cause uh, it was a, a quick education and, very fortunate to be around some guys in the locker room that, that didn't take advantage of me and, and yeah. beat shit on me or anything.
1: Um I, I it's just so amazing to me. So were there any times you had to lie about your age? Or I mean did people know up front how, that you were I guess under I mean I don't know how it works in a wrestling scene. Like you're underage I, 18- I never
0: had to outright lie. Um it was always a blessing when I was very young uh, that if I did want to get, get into trouble, people always thought I was a lot older. It's not so much a blessing now. <laughs> I yeah. hate when people think I'm older now. But when I was, you know, 16, 17 years old, people thought I was 19, 20, 21. So it, it never came up. Uh, and I actually had a, had a, one of my trainers tell me a couple of years later. He was like, "If I had known how young you were, I, I wouldn't have trained you." So, and, and hindsight, being 2020, I I, I kind of wish I hadn't started training so young. Uh, because when you're 16, 17 years old, you you know everything. Yeah, you know, I was gonna ask so that. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're taking all these dumb bumps and, and nobody can tell you any differently and you, you believe you should be signed at 17 and whatever. And so you're taking taking bumps off your bump card and then you, you're 34 right now. You're like, oh, I wish I had some of this back.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So there's a couple of people in the chat that, that are saying to turn you up a little bit. So I'm going to ask a question and then I'm going to walk around the front of the bar. Uh, and while you answer, I'm just going to turn your volume up a tad. Uh let me see, where I wanna I wanted to talk about oh, okay. So you started at such such a young young age, fifteen years old. You're out, you're doing your thing. Um you mentioned a little bit about your parents there. Um it was what's your first wrestling memory growing up, you know, living with your parents, and who who was more supportive? Your father, your mother, none,
0: neither? Um I I wasn't super into to wrestling at a young age. Uh I, I was more of a uh, a comic book guy, and, and anybody who follows me knows I'm, I'm very much a baseball guy. Um, so those were my passions when I was, I was very young. Um, my my first major wrestling memory would be watching uh, WCW Saturday Night at my grandfather's house, my, my mother's father. Um, and he and my younger brother were big into wrestling, and, and it still didn't really appeal to me. Uh, the first time I can remember it appealing to me would have been uh, – Hulk Hogan's hill turn and, and joining the NWOs so in 1996, yeah,
1: 1996
0: yeah. Uh, kind of getting to see the cool bad guy that, that was appealing to me. And uh, I, like I said, I was very fortunate. My, my mom uh, was very, very supportive uh, kind of from the get the go. Once I decided I wanted to train and, Uh, You know, helped me out getting getting to trainings and and stuff like that, and and my dad was supportive uh, too. So it it was nice to to be around uh, parents that that didn't think I was a a dumb dipshit kid for (laughs) wanting to to do what I'm doing.
1: Just taking off and doing whatever the hell he wants. Um, in in, you know a young age, you're you're all over you 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 have experienced Dorfung Junior School, uh, places like uh, NWA Anarchy, Alternative Pro Wrestling, um, but You went, let me see how I want to ask this. You went to Ring of Honor, and I believe it's called uh, maybe the Dojo. Uh, You you go to Ring of Honor, basically, Uh, with guys like Jay Lethal, the Briscoes. You're probably getting there, getting advice and experience. But you never really took off. Uh, You never really, I guess, blew up is the word that people use. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) See, and, and now you're my favorite guest because you say that, like, did you, do you feel like you hit the the place you wanted to hit in Ring of Honor? Fuck oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so my, my question is this. My question is, do you, re- because you moved down to
0: Philly for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so, so to, to long story short, I, I hate that phrase because it's never yep. a short, fucking story, <laughs> but <laughs> long story short. I had been wrestling uh, for 10 years, went and did my first Ring of Honor tryout camp. Uh, I felt like I shit the bed the first day, contemplated quitting wrestling, Uh, talked to my wife on the phone that night, and she was like, go in and just do what you feel like doing the next day. Went in, felt much better, uh, performed much better, uh, started getting in contact with, with guys like Kevin Kelly and Delirious. And Steve Carino and Bob Evans, and so they kind of became some of some of my uh, uh, you know coaches within my life uh, and mentors. And so I talked. I remember it was uh, specifically Bob and Kevin and Carino, and, and I asked them after a couple of years later. I'd keep going to camps, keep going to camps, and asked you know what they thought if I moved up and trained out of the dojo. Like, do I have a shot? And they all said, you know, nothing's guaranteed, but you won't know unless you try. So I was actually a school teacher in a podunk, uh, little Georgia town and was going to choose not to renew my contract. And my wife told me, Hey, I, I know you want to try for this ring of honor stuff. Like if you want to go ahead, we can move up to Philly and give it a shot. Uh, so she found the job. She moved up a couple weeks before me. I packed up all my shit in the trailer, all the, you know, hauled it up there. And 15 hours later, yeah. I was unpacking my stuff in Philly and, and training out of the ring of honor dojo. So. Uh, I think you were going to ask if I regretted it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I no. was
1: going to, I know I, I would well, what I actually had written was, uh, do you regret moving to Philly or is the experience that you got there priceless?
0: I, a lot of what I do now in the ring, even though it's, I don't work the ring of honor style. Yeah. sees see how I work is definitely not the ring of honor style. It's not definitely not the AEW. Style. Uh, but it's using the psychology that I learned there mixed with the Southern Memphis bullshit that I do to, to, to understand psychology. So no, it, I I completely transformed myself as a wrestler uh, moving up there. Like, like I said, I, by the time I moved up there, I was 12 years in the business. Yeah. Um, and thought again, thought that I knew a lot and thought I knew a lot more than I did. And so to be able to go up there and train in a completely different style and to be under the learning tree of Delirious, who he headed up the dojo, and to be under the learning tree of Cheeseburger, who people do not know how crazy of a wrestling savant he is. Like, yeah. he sees one thing and picks it up like that. Wow. Uh, and, and you mentioned the Briscoes. sort of have, like, Jay Briscoe, when he was world champion, come up to me after I worked the dart match and be the first person to greet me at the curtain and give me feedback, like, that meant a lot. Uh, so, no, I, I, don't, I don't regret it at all. It, it helped me, helped me be who I am. I look back now and yeah, it's easy to be always joke and be salty and bitter yeah. about the experience. And part of me is like yeah. part of me thinks that, you know, I should have been on television. I should have been used differently, but it also opened up plenty of pathways because that's how I met Cody Rhodes. <laughs> that's yeah. how I met the young bucks. So who, who knows, you know, what wouldn't have come if I, I hadn't moved up there. Yeah. And I made a lot of good friends in Philly too. Like I still have been in touch with people that are, you know, indie guys up there or even non-wrestling people. So it, it was a good experience.
1: Um, You, you just said uh, getting feedback from the Briscoes and the only image I have in my head is them handing you like chicken feed. Because... <laughs> I know that they're chicken farmers. I'm like, why are they giving the feedback to them? I don't
0: get it. My my, fa- my favorite thing always would, would be like, so they both would always come at me and go, sexy cells. And then my favorite would be Mark, would he go, come up, hey, sexy cells. And then you'd smile that big toothless smile and it would just make me laugh every time. just There's no way, like, you'd be having the worst day possible. And Mark Briscoe calls you sexy cells and smiles like, I'm good. Like, this is all I want out of
1: life. We have a question in the chat from BOB. He, he would like to know. What no, it, no
0: questions. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs>
1: I'm going to ask it anyways. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice? I'm only asking it because it related well to my question. Otherwise, I totally ignore it. Uh, <laughs> What's the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten?
0: Uh, the best piece of advice I've ever gotten is from Brutal Bob Evans. And he told me years ago, stop wrestling to try to get a job and start wrestling to have fun. That's amazing. And every bit of success. and I didn't listen to him for a couple of years, <laughs> and it showed in my work. Uh, but especially like the last couple of years, when I started just going out there and just trying to have fun, and trying to remember what why wrestling why I got into wrestling,
1: yeah,
0: uh, and and doing what I wanted to do, and just enjoying the process of it. That surprised when I got over. So, yeah, to to not not wrestle for a job, and not wrestle for a contract, but wrestle for fun by far the best piece of advice i've gotten
1: yeah and that's almost with like anything in life like especially um with something you're so passionate about when you start focusing on just doing it for the fun aspect you're obviously well you're gonna have more fun it's you're gonna enjoy it more and be less stressed out or focused about things off the topic
0: i guess is what i'm trying to say no absolutely yeah, you're, you're 100% correct. I
1: mean, I relate it to like me. Like, I do this Twitch stream and I used to do it a long time ago. And it wasn't this, it wasn't always this show. It was something else. And uh, I was doing it and I was having fun. And then I turned it into like a business like. And then I, I'm so focused on, oh, viewers do this, that. And then I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm burning myself out. I gotta stop. And then I just like, what do I like to do? I like wrestling. What else do I like to do? Talk. Uh, what else do I like to do? Stand. Well, let me stand here in front of people and talk about wrestling, talk to wrestlers and have fun. And when it's not fun, I tell Vanessa this all the time, when this is not fun, what we're doing, we're done. Like, I, I'll, I'll skip a show, I'll stop when it's not fun. So, I, Yeah, and, and,
0: and re- recharge the batteries yeah. and go back to it. Cause I, I, I know so many other wrestlers who say, oh, when, when it's fun, I, when it's no longer fun, I'm, I'm done, I'm not doing it anymore. It's like, mm, there, yeah. there's been plenty of times in my career, it stopped being fun for yeah. a long time. But yeah. It, it, you know, you, you get those moments back. So, yeah, to, to kind of recenter and figure out how to make it fun again, definitely. Your
1: experience on AEW Dark, I think you've had, I think you've been on more than once. I think you've been
0: on twice. Yeah, I, I so I was on, on there technically twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had some other stuff that was filmed and never got used because they went back to, to being able to do uh, live TV. So, there, I don't think I'm at liberty to say. Um, gotcha. Yeah, there, there, are, there are some other AEW mat cells matches that will probably never see the light of day. That, unfortunately, because I was very proud of them, but two two official AEW matches.
1: <laughs> they'll, they'll show up on the Coliseum home video somewhere. Right, somewhere, right, somewhere exactly. down the line. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that bonus match uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> paid for. Uh, so, so you were happy with your performances up there and your matches? I guess. Yeah, I,
0: I was very happy. Yeah, I, I was very happy with with especially the two that I'll talk about the two that aired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Sounds good. About the other. Um, but yeah, no, the, the first one with, to be able to, to get in there with, with QT Marshall, who I met at my first Ring of Honor travel camp and who I hated because he was so naturally gifted and talented and uh, <laughs> everything that I wasn't. Um, and to see him as successful as he is and the head trainer of the school that I train out, train out of right now out of the Atlanta area in the Nightmare Factory so to be able to, to work with him and then to be able to, to work with Dustin Rhodes, who was a bucket list opponent, yeah, um, that that was a big one. And to, to go in there and be able to show some of my show, showcase skills of selling and and bumping around for those guys was perfect. And then the second match was against Sammy Guevara. And so I got to show a lot more of my personality stuff with that. Uh, and to be able to have a, a competitive match, because Sammy was very giving and to, to be able to have Tony Khan come up to me before and after and and tell me how happy he was with with my performance before and then my my performance with that match. That, that was, that meant a lot. You know, the guy signing the paychecks is happy. with what you're doing that's, that's, (laughs) that's the best feedback you can get. Yeah,
1: sure is. Um, it, it says, I think it's on your Twitter profile. Maybe, uh, you, you, the title professional jobber, uh, did you give yourself that title and, uh, is it is it more uh, what's the meaning behind that title? So
0: long story short <laughs> uh, so anybody that follows me knows I do I, I do the, the web series never Sunny and Matt. Yeah, now, which love is, is, they're, they're comedy shorts, uh, usually right around a minute where I I play I'm a, I've always been a big fan of like Seinfeld, yeah, uh, yeah. Louie and of Marin and where they play these exaggerated versions of themselves. Yes. And so <laughs> you're I.
1: The best. You're, you're, you're the best guest I've ever had. Those are all my favorite shows.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect. So th- th- that's, that's where it's never something Matt Hunt yeah. is. I wanted to play an exaggerated version of myself. And so I I shot one promo where I was frustrated that I wasn't in the, the Ring of Honor top, top prospect tournament four years ago, whenever I started it, and was told not to post it because it might rub people the wrong way. Yeah. And so I ended up posting something that made fun of that, and that eventually turned into "It's Never Sunny in Atlanta." So that comes from the fact that I told people that I thought that that's how Ring of Honor viewed me as an alcoholic jobber. And so I play an alcoholic jobber, and so that's where that comes from. Is yeah, I it's this exact exaggerated version of myself that I go in there, I put people over, I go have a drink afterwards and, and uh, and then I'm angry and and, and, uh, bitter about it, but it's my therapy at the same time. If if I say that and do that, yeah, it's coming from a dark place. I'm able to turn it into comedy. That's, that's where that's, that comes from. So it's turning that negative into a positive. So that's what that is. Yeah. Most people, most guys are like, no way, I don't want to be the jobber. And I'm like, "Eh, I'm, I'm the jobber. Let's laugh about it. And then it gets me over and I sell more, T-shirts and, and do well at the merch table and get more bookings. So, yeah. and which in the end of the day, you know, it's the wrestling business. So if it helps me business-wise, it doesn't matter my win-loss record. Yeah, cause it's fake! It is. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Breaking news. You just broke.
1: You just broke kayfabe. You can't do
0: it. I know. I'm awful. Like I'm. I'm getting canceled right now. I, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was
1: on a, a panel. I was on a panel last night for Synergy Pro Wrestling. Uh, they got a pay-per-view this weekend, uh, Heat Seekers, blah, blah, blah. It's on Fight, Saturday, 7 p.m. and all that fun stuff. I was on the panel, and they came to me, and they said, uh, what do you think about this match? These two wrestlers, um, they haven't won their matches. They're 0-6 here, 0-whatever the case may be here. Uh, does that win-loss record matter? <laughs> and I started the thing off by saying, uh, I don't pay any attention. To the win loss, Uh, it's a match with two guys, and one's got to go over, or one's got to get over, and the other's got to go over. So,
0: like, it it depends on the story you're wanting to tell. Like AEW does a good job with the win loss records. Like, if you present it as a sport, awesome. Like, then you start caring about the win loss records. The the gimmick I did for the last year and a half, where I literally did not win a match for Mm -hmm. a year and a half, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I that was by design, by my design. And you wouldn't believe how much I had to argue with promoters and bookers to keep going lo- to put yeah. me over.
1: to keep losing. Yeah, like they, yeah.
0: they're like you're over, and I'm like I'm over because I'm the, the penultimate loser. Like yeah. people connect with me. Yep. Like I think everybody connects with the fact you know you walk into work and the day just doesn't go that well, and you try your damnedest and you lose, and you go home, and you have a beer, and you try try again tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's who I was. And the best part of that was towards the end of the the run of that streak, I lost. It was like 81 matches in a row. Like every match started to mean something. Like every crowd, everywhere I worked, started biting on every false finish because they wanted to believe that they were going to be a part of being there, seeing Matt Sells win his first match and break that streak. Yeah. So it's all about getting people emotionally invested. It doesn't always matter if you're the winner. Uh, and I always tell people, you know, like, the Chicago Cubs. The Chicago yeah. Cubs yeah. were more lovable over losers. When they were the lovable losers yeah. than they were once they won the World Series. Like, yeah. the shit about the Cubs now? Yeah.
1: Uh I'm a I'm a big Red Sox fan. I grew up I perfect example. I grew up and, and, and they never won. But we lost them. Did we lose them? Oh like, yeah, I mentioned I, I Oh, he's back. I can see
0: myself. I can't see you.
1: Oh, you're back. Can you hear me? There we go.
0: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: I was like, I mentioned one thing about the Red Sox. He's gone. Right. No, I was
0: like, I was like I'm a Braves fan. Go. <laughs> uh,
1: and the Braves are kind of like that, too. Like, I, uh, but, my younger brother's a Braves fan.
0: They're, they're a different kind of loser. Yeah. Like, yeah it, you, you, you root for them. Once they get the playoffs, then you know you're going to be disappointed. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah,
1: man. Those Dale, Dale Murphy, Bob Horner years. And then uh, that's I'm dating myself. Uh, and then you, you get to those early Braves, you know, coming back against the Pirates, uh, you know, game seven against Minnesota. I mean,
0: they, they... Want, want to roof for those underdogs and then know, knowing ultimately you're going to be disappointed, but we'll try again next year. Nope. That's
1: that's why people loved them. Yeah, people
0: connect with it. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I hear every year the Tigers never win. <laughs> um, so we've been in this, this pandemic, uh, indie wrestling, all, any type of wrestling, all that fun stuff is, is just taking a crap. I mean, we're coming out of it now, at least with things opening up. Uh, but something I've been asking everybody, cause, cause I, the shows have been building up over here since the pandemic. Cause you know, people got to put themselves over. So I might as well give them a platform to do it. Um, have you, have you learned any new trick traits or tricks or talents that you could use in the ring or out of the ring to help get yourself over? You drink beer Ah, with a a different hand? That's a
0: damn good question. That's, uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, No. I, uh, I, I, I work a, work a shoot job. So I worked through, the, the whole everything, so yeah. I always tell people I I, I got to do everything I didn't want to do and didn't get to do anything I did want to do. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of free time sock. like a lot of people did, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then the free time I did do, I I did have. I didn't do anything productive. Uh, yeah. uh you know, uh, I watched watched movies and and played video games and and kind of kind of used it as a chance to recharge myself. Um. And be a normal human being. I, I thought that was the really fun part of uh, wrestling, kind of shutting down for a little bit of, you know, sitting at home and on a Friday or Saturday night and relaxing and not necessarily driving hours upon hours and, and kind of getting to enjoy that and enjoy some time with, with the wife and, and be a normal human being. So I didn't learn any new skills. It was just a, a new skill of being a human being, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, what you, would what'd you watch? Any Any really good movies
0: you want to put over? So when, when the baseball season got, uh, got delayed, I, I wanted, I did, I put it out on Twitter that I was doing the, the boozerweight baseball film fest. And so I just tried to watch a different baseball movie every night. So, uh, you know, all, all the classics and stuff, nothing out of the ordinary anything, but the usual stuff that you would think of, if you wanted to watch baseball movies, went back and and watched a lot of, a lot of movies I hadn't seen in a long time and and reignited my love for a lot of movies. So what's the best, uh, baseball movie? If I'm going drama and something that makes me want to cry, fill the Dreams* okay. every time. Yeah. Uh, something I I will laugh and quote every line and still thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, major League. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> okay,
1: here's the next question. All right, and I, you might have just answered it with that response, but uh, is major what's better, Major League One or Major League Two? One.
0: One. I I love to. Yeah, and, yeah. And re, just having rewatched them a couple of months ago. Yeah two was a lot better than i remembered it being uh but one's just one's a perfect movie it's Not even classic. Just like baseball, one's a perfect movie like it they, they, it's clearly defined baby faces and hills and it gives you that that underdog story that you care about you know following and and like i said every character is just clearly defined and, and has their role and, and is lovable in a different way so I, I I love that movie. You yeah. make me want to go back and watch it right now. Yeah, I'm
1: thinking I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, he's so right. I haven't I haven't watched that movie in so long. Uh, See, that's how I
0: was too, and I rewatched it and I was like, I still know every line. Yeah. I don't need to rewatch it, but it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I, I was just quote, I quoted Major League 2 a couple of days ago. I just out of the blue, when somebody does something like tries to show off, when somebody tries to show off in my life, I will say the line. Wow, Willie's really got some power. And that's for Major League <laughs> 2, where Willie Mays Hayes is trying to show that he can hit home runs. Right. And it's it like I'm the only one that gets it. Like I'll say to my house and maybe my oh, wife. Yeah, brother,
0: I, I just pop myself on stuff all the time and <laughs> nobody knows what I'm talking yeah.
1: about. I get her. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Willie's really got some power. And uh if I'm around my brothers, they'll hit the other line. But uh speaking of baseball, you're a big Atlanta fan, you're 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 down there. Atlanta, you know, Matt Atlanta, not Atlanta, uh, Got it. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel about what, what we're encountering in this baseball season? So
0: I've been telling everybody from the get go, uh, this will be the year that the Braves finally win another world series. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and. and I will not get to be there to experience oh, it. Oh, it sucks. And come next year, everybody will say that this season didn't matter. Yeah, you're, you're exactly <laughs> right. Or, yeah. yeah. It's either going to be I you just, or yeah. the – They have a fantastic team this yeah. year. Like, it, They're missing almost all their starting pitching, and they're still first place in the NL East. Yeah, they lost – uh, what's his face? Um, Gosh. Soroka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Soroka, Soroka was out, out the, in Achilles. He was going to be their number one this year already missing Hamels you were already missing uh Felix Hernandez yep. you, you both signed for one year deals like and you were still making do and now your number one, true number one goes out and you're still making and it's so yeah they're, they'll win this year and then nobody will care and I'll you know <laughs> that's an asterisk. and i, I was this close to, to pulling the trigger and getting season tickets this year too so i'm glad i wonder I what
1: what happened like i get i mean people still have to pay for those i guess right i would
0: assume uh, uh they got refunds they did yeah. oh wow yeah uh, and I, I had i had a lot of concert tickets this year too but oh. i got refunds for so yeah no, <laughs>
1: I don't. I can't even. Don't even get me started. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had I had three Pearl Jam shows I was gonna go to,
0: missed them. So, um. So I. I so Motley Crue is my all-time favorite band. Oh, you got I that Motley Crue hair! Fantastic fucking seats to see them. Yeah. And then found out that my wife and one of my best friends had coordinated that I was going to do a meet and greet with Crue that day, which was three days before my birthday. Oh, my gosh. And that was canceled.
1: So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, first
0: world problems, right?
1: That's yeah, that's <laughs> I guess it could be worse. Um, just to go back quickly to to, to baseball in the Braves. So you're in a – like I have the MLB uh, package, MLB extra innings. I have it. I watch I watch all the games. I don't know if you have it, so maybe you can't answer this. Yeah, I've got
0: Noble.tv. Yeah. Okay, perfect.
1: So I'm, I'm listening. I'm grabbing another beer. I can hear you though. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem, no problem. I walk away, get beers all the time. Um, so you're in Atlanta. Um, when the Braves are on at home, are you able to watch them on the package, or is it no?
0: So I so I, I have to have some sort of cable or something. Yeah. yeah um yeah because the blackout rules which are yeah, so which is right ridiculous
1: there. because you can't go to the game like it's blacked right. out because they want you to go to the game like they should have gotten rid of mlb tv should have gotten rid of that this year
0: oh it used to drive I me mean, nuts when i lived in philly i had TV, so i could watch braves games yeah yeah and if they were in town to yeah play, it's blacked if they, out if philadelphia was in atlanta yeah i couldn't watch the game and i'm like are you kidding me i got i can't drive 12 hours to go through the game i could but <laughs> oh man,
1: yeah. Have I have that up here too. All Blue Jays games up here are blacked out on MLB if you're in it, Canada. It's also So yeah. you have to have Rogers to watch the Blue Jays, even if you pay for the MLB package.
0: No, so it, it's great. Yeah, if you live out of market of your favorite team, or if you <laughs> want to watch other games on the market. But if you subscribe to that just yeah. to watch your team, it's awful.
1: Yeah. See, I'm lucky. I'm a. Well, I'm not lucky because I get a beaten in here in New York. Because I'm a Red Sox fan, but I get to watch all the games,
0: you know, unless they play. Yeah, game but game. you you are lucky. You're, you've got you've had World Series more recent than I am. Well, that's so. what, <laughs> what I was. Saying. Same <laughs> here. Same here. <laughs> well, your,
1: your teams in Canada, we don't really pay attention to them. So
0: no, well. the Tigers is my team. Oh, that's right. Now. I keep pay forgetting. Attention.
1: <laughs> um, but that's what I was saying earlier. I, I started to touch on it before uh, we the hackers hacked into our feed. Um. I, yeah, I grew up with the Red Sox. They were the lovable losers, and then in two thousand four, the big win. Then it was two thousand seven; they won. Then it was thirteen, and you know, uh, and now it's just it's that rival that that passion and the rivalry, especially with the Red Sox Yankees. That rivalry now uh, is not as intense as it used to be. Uh, it's right. still intent, intense, but it's yeah. I
0: respect the Red Sox because when the story came out, they were getting drunk and drink during the games. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's Why my not? kind of baseball. There
1: thing. you go. Yeah, those 2004 Red Sox, those dirt dogs, <laughs> they were about <laughs> they were three sheets of the wind. Uh, I bet you Kevin Millar was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the year they had, uh, what's his face? Oh, man, shame on me for not remembering. See, I've drank too much. The first baseman, he used to play for Texas, always had his shirt off after the games were over. Oh, God, I can't remember now. Let's go to <laughs> whatever doesn't matter um but the boozer weight. so you you mentioned yourself is the boozer weight. uh how can i challenge for the boozer weight championship
0: i think that has to be a drinking contest right like that's yeah. i i've said for a while i so you're gonna get an exclusive because i haven't put this out there anywhere i i want to commission a boozer weight championship belts by dan and, you can, they'll do it They're great. The, the side, the side plates. I want to have cup holders, and so you can stick your beers <laughs> in, the, in the side plates. And just as your, yeah, just it's right there. So I, I, I guess a, a drinking contest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've done all kinds of cra- crazy stuff on shows with the stuff. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually just did a at a live wire Wrestling in Augusta, Georgia. We did uh, one lucky fan got a premium beer pong um we've done you know different drinking contests and, and have a beer with matt sells where, where people get to hang out and hear me bullshit just like this and have a beer with me so uh, i guess there'd be some form of that to be able to challenge for me the boozer White championship i'm definitely up for that
1: challenge uh although i'd have to probably drink either rolling rock or miller lights or um... Um, if, it, if,
0: it, if it's if it's against me oh, in it's like it a home. It's like home field advantage. I have yeah, to drink yeah. Miller Lite. <laughs> I'm in.
1: But, I'm but in. I, I can,
0: oh, there you go. It's a triple threat. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is some, that's but some. But I, I, I can mess with some Rolling Rock too. Uh, Rolling Rock's pretty fantastic. It sure is. It's my. favorite. Uh, I, I'm actually with any beer uh, that would love to sponsor me. If anybody's listening to this podcast, I love your beer as long as you will say you're a sponsor of the Boozer Weight Matt Sex Sells. Yeah, because sex sells. Matt Sex it sells. It can sell beer, too. Perfect. I can, I can sell anything. I sell I sell your moves. I, I sell your beer. I sell sex. Whatever. That's <laughs> jack of all trades.
1: Yeah, I'm down for that. Let's get them. We'll get Miller Lite,
0: Rolling Rock, Yingling. You can do it all. Yeah, um, I, I wish I was a bigger fan of Yingling. Like, cause I do like Yingling, but the, it was great being in the, the Philly area. Like, you get that stuff cheaper than water there, you know? <laughs> it's, it's perfect. <laughs> you can get you. It is cheaper than water, isn't it? No, it was insane. Like, I, I'd go to, the, go to the beer store, and yeah, it's like a 30-pack for like 12 bucks.
1: They wish I could get your beer prices. Oh, it makes me so jealous.
0: Oh, and see, I, I love going to Canada and getting getting crazy different types of beer there, though. Like stuff I can't get here. Like the the last time I was in Toronto, I had the what was it? The Bud Light Rattler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it's like two percent alcohol. Oh I know,
1: <laughs> so, they're so great. I
0: like yeah. And then I, I, I lo- always love getting uh going up and drinking plenty of Labatt Blue, of course. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> See, Ugh. I like cheap shitty beers. So. Uh... You
1: need to get in uh, fifty, Labatt fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Go ahead and send me a case. We're good. That's... <laughs> They're saying in the chat that I still don't say Yingling correctly. It's Yingling. 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 That's what I said. Yingling. Yeah, yeah that's what got. I said. Maybe, maybe neither
0: one of us are saying it correctly. Get out of here, Bob.
1: <laughs> yeah, interrupting our.
0: We answered your it, question. It, so may, may, maybe you should say younglings and and Luke Skywalker kills yeah. or Anakin Skywalker kills them. Is that how it works? Younglings, younglings.
1: That was a phenomenal scene, and I don't care what anybody tells me about those prequels. Oh,
0: the only only scene in the prequels, I like.
1: That's uh, that is just a, a phenomenal scene. I saw that uh, Revenge of the Sith in the theaters, and when when that scene came up, and he goes into that room, and the door shuts, and his lightsaber. Zzz, I literally just, like, I was the only one. I must love heels. I was the only one. And <laughs> was like, yes! And then and my wife looks at me.
0: It's about to go down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, she wasn't my wife then, but she looks at me and she says, you're cheering for the death of children. It's like, it's
0: a story. It's fake. The, the, this is the the penultimate, yeah. The, the, it's the the hill turn right here, like this.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is. I this. know what's going to happen. That's the original. Yeah, this is this is Hogan. This is Hogan's dropping the leg right now.
0: Like Yoda I, starts throwing trash in the ring. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you something, brother. We got uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, just
0: like not happy at all. Mace Windu's <laughs> in the back. <laughs>
1: Oh goodness gracious. Well anyways, uh Matt, we're we're nearing the end of the show. I am getting the high sign from nobody, but I like I've always wanted to say I was getting the high sign. Perfect.
0: Uh, I, I I uh I, I've done stand up and done op- open mic, so I've gotten that high sign plenty of times. I've never
1: I like I don't have it there's no one here telling me to stop. Uh but I I I like to be I I don't I have no idea actually. Uh but I feel like we could talk all night. Um, oh, definitely. So ending now would definitely increase my chances of getting you back on sometime. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. We just come back, have a few beers. Hell, we put on friggin' Major League. We'll watch it together. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, there you go.
0: We'll do, we'll do a commentary. Yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, go ahead. I'm doing what I would normally do on a Thursday night anyway. I'm talking about myself and drinking beer. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too.
1: Me too man i told you at the start of this i had three daughters if i don't come down here and drink some beer and either play some video games you said you played video games what do you play
0: uh it be the show is oh, my sweet. my go-to of course yeah. uh and i'm nuts with that where i have to do a franchise i have to play 162 game yep. a season Yeah, oh my god we're flipping uh it's been that it's been T- pga tour 2k21 that just came out yeah how is that i
1: uh,
0: love it yeah love it it's great uh, picking up Madden tomorrow, yeah. uh, and then like I, I finished Last of Us two recently and Final Fantasy VII Remake. But most of the time, it's 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 sports video games. Yeah, I've been, uh, I like, like, especially baseball.
1: Yeah, I got the show. Uh, I've I've been playing Madden because I have EA access. Uh,
0: uh, how is it? It's, it's I've heard mixed reviews. It's
1: uh, I've actually took a break from Madden for a long time because I didn't I just didn't like the gameplay and and this and that but one of my friends wants me to be in his online franchise. And I said, I'd do it. Uh, I'm a Titans fan. So I, I got it early cause I have EA access. I played it. Uh, I'm finding it difficult to run the ball. So I haven't played in a while. So I don't know if my opinions even matter really. Oh my,
0: my, so I, I pick it up uh, opening day every year. Yeah. So, and my, my running game's always the drizzling shit. So okay. <laughs> and I
1: think, I think they do that on purpose. I, I think like, I, I, I think running is so difficult because they want people to pass and Madden is almost turned like, like, I'll throw for 400 yards yeah. but also throw
0: 4 picks, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's awful.
1: Well, it's turning like an eSports game, you know? It's like it's yeah. so competitive now that they want you to throw the ball. Nobody can grind the game. I just want to give the ball to, to Henry. I'm a Titans fan. I just want to give the ball to Henry. I want to milk the clock. I want to throw, like, 4 passes with Tannehill on play action. That's all I want to do And play defense. Right. Just leave me alone. That's it. <laughs> but I've been looking into 2K PGA, PGA. Yeah. I've been looking into PGA 2K. Uh, and I just haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. But I think I'm going to. I just haven't done it, it. yet.
0: It's it's much. There's a, a bigger uh, learning curve and it's much more involved than like the EA Sports PGA games were. So I, I like it. It. it, it it wasn't an easy pick up and play, which I enjoyed yeah. having to kind of kind of figure out the interface and stuff. So. Yeah, but the, it's it's a lot of fun.
1: The recent the recent uh, EA Sports golf games, I, I didn't enjoy the Tiger Woods ones back in the day. I do. Uh,
0: so oh what's yeah, it? I always picked up plenty of those. Yeah, yeah. I, I, There's another one every year. I Just buy it. Yeah, <laughs> EA EA Sports got so much of my money back in the day, and <laughs> still does. Do you play FIFA by any chance? Uh, I'm say I'm not a huge soccer fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I've got like FIFA like 14 or something. Yeah. I, I yeah. played it occasionally, but I just I've never been able to get to soccer. Like yeah. I want to, and obviously with the Atlanta United actually yep. being the, the one good sports team we have here, um, <laughs> I wish I liked it. Yeah. Everybody tells me like, oh, you should just go to a game, like you'd enjoy it because you just get drunk and, and chant soccer chants. yeah, you're, you're right. I should. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everything's better with a beer you know it (laughs) damn straight um what i like to do at the end of every show mr sells is i'm going to give you the microphone now and you can put over whenever anything you want you can sell anything you want bury anything you want i don't care i will not interrupt you the floor is yours
0: Awesome. So go ahead and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's at all cells, final, A L L S E L L S F I N A L. Follow me on Facebook, go to that Facebook page, facebook.com backslash rock and roll model. Uh, Check out my YouTube, YouTube.com backslash Matt Sex Cells. Uh, that's where I drop "It's Never Sunny in matlana my weekly web series, or used to be weekly uh, with pandemic stuff. Now I have a, show, a, lot, a lot of shows to film at. It's a little bit less now, but go back. There's 140 something episodes. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead binge it. They're a minute apiece. Like if you don't have anything else to do, if you're quarantined, two and a half hours of your time. You can watch this pretty face, and you can see guest stars that included. Guys like Keith Lee, Cody Rhodes, uh, God, who else? Adam Cole, Mark Briscoe, you name it. It's got
1: Steiner <laughs>
0: professional wrestling, right? So it's yeah, it's perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and then if you want some Matt Sells merchandise, so for instance, the Matt Sells is my hero, referencing Fighter Fest Lashes laid out by Kenny Omega. Uh, just DM me on any of those, uh, any of those platforms Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And I do all my stuff DIY. Very punk rock. I just turn it up, and I ship it straight to you. Eight by tens, t-shirts, all that good stuff. Uh, you think of it, I can send it to you. We got koozies, all kinds of fun stuff. Keep those beers cold. Uh, and then, by all means, tell your local independent professional wrestling promotion that you want to see the rock and roll model of the newsweight Matt Sexells wrestle in front of you. I love being awesome. I think that's enough, right? That's enough uh, enough chilling. That's enough. (laughs) It's awesome.
1: I'll tell you what. We need the border to open up now. Yeah. This has been, this has been. I I
0: know a promoter. (laughs) Uh, Definitely keep in touch. Because I, that's, that's, so I try to work like every country and every state that I can. I've done 20 states. I did an appearance, uh, not necessarily an actual match in Japan last year. Canada's on my list. I, I've been to Canada a couple different times. and I love Canada. Um, but it was up there when I was doing Ring of Honor. And I, would do, I was there doing crew and stuff. and just never had a match when I was there. Um, but no, please, please yeah. <laughs> tell any promoter, you know, I'd love, love to come up there. Uh, Toronto's the cleanest flipping city I've ever been to. <laughs> it's, I love it. it. Everything's amazing about Canada. Everybody's so nice. So once borders open back up, I, I'm there.
1: Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, This literally has been one of my favorite shows of all time. You say
0: that to all the No,
1: no, I don't. (laughs) I don't. Tell him, Vanessa, I don't. No, he doesn't. I told Thunder Rosa she looked exhausted. She's a champion. (laughs) Uh, No, this truly has been a a phenomenal, phenomenal show. And uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on. And uh, we'll definitely be in touch.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, and uh, I'd love to be back when the, the world's sort of normal, and I, I have uh, more stuff to promote. Yeah. Um, by all means, if you're in the Georgia area, come check me out at Live Wire Wrestling uh, this Saturday in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, come check me out uh, September 4th in Tyrone, Georgia, at Action Wrestling. Uh, they're running two different shows. The great thing is, is the late show uh, is their more adult show that they're going to run Ooh. the first time they're doing it, and it's being hosted by yours truly. It's the tonight in this very ring show with Matt cells uh, and I am actually going to do a monologue and we'll have special guests and it is an actual wrestling show. So uh, there'll be some matches too, which I've been dropping those on Twitter as well. So um, yeah, it's, my life's nuts uh people put me in charge of shit so i don't know why i <laughs> uh, ran the bruiser bruiser weight classic in january and it, it, for a promotion it was one of the, the better houses they've ever drawn so awesome. uh come see me do do my bullshit and uh come please let me come back and, and do more of my bullshit for you yeah. it's been a fantastic conversation awesome and it didn't include tell me about your start
1: yeah i don't care about that i want i want to talk to major <laughs> league <laughs> Awesome. Thanks. Have yourself a wonderful night, and uh, we'll be in touch, man.
0: All right. You do the same, brother. Appreciate it.
1: Later. Oh, man. That was great. Later. Later, man. Yep. That was awesome, Vanessa. Uh,
0: This guy's called the Standing Streamer.